0: Heather studied Greta's honest face, just nineteen, and already so knowing about the customs and the politics of the Concordist her parents had joined in the early days. Greta had been only the third Eon wife awarded to a man of the highest epiphanies, and she was still one of a small number, fourteen to be precise. But since her Eon wedding the previous year, she had impressed Heather very greatly with her ability to assist not just in the household chores— all to be done by hand, according to the way of the Concord, as handed down from the teller, but also in the constant negotiation of assembly politics that Heather must undertake as Prester Mark Abbott's senior wife. Not to mention the insatiable sexual desire both Heather and Mark felt for Greta. During Mark's honeymoon with Greta, when the epiphanies dictated that the senior wife must play handmaiden to the new one, making the daily sustenance of the house and cleansing the garments of her eon sister and even opening, if it be her husband's will, the pathways upon her eon sister's body where he will possess her, to show her submission. None of the three of them had worn a stitch of clothing. The epiphany specified that the new wife was not to be instructed in the ways of pleasing her senior sister-wife until the honeymoon had passed. But Mark loved Heather so much that he had given Heather permission to teach Greta to kiss her sister-wife between her thighs on their third night together. The ways of the abbot's eon marriage, Heather knew, differed enormously from those of the other eon families, above all the Joneses and the Stoneses, where the eon wives lived in fear of their senior wives' paddles and trips to the senior wives' beds were times of long service without the receiving of pleasure on the part of the younger woman. Heather had heard the Overseer's two junior Eon Wives, Vera and Kayla Stone, had taken to sneaking into one another's beds to lie lewdly head to tail, until they had been discovered by the Overseer and whipped until they couldn't sit down for a week. The Epiphany of the Eon Wife, as the decree setting out the new doctrine to the men of the highest epiphanies had come to be known, made it clear that, if the Teller's commandments were to be followed and the Kingdom of the Concord established, the pleasure of eon-wives must receive strict disciplinary limits. And when a man shall bring into his house and into his bed a comely young eon-bride, the joy of her body shall belong not to herself but to her husband, and a man's eldest bride shall have dominion also over his eon-bride's bodily joys. Together shall a man and his eldest bride rule over his eon-bride's pleasures, so that young brides may have the guidance they need upon the path. If an eon bride shall touch herself without leave between her young thighs, or two eon brides shall without leave touch one another there, let them receive stern correction upon their bare hindquarters as befits their naughtiness. Yea, no wife may feel the delight of the marriage bed if she be not under the same roof with her husband. In the abbot's house, this part of the decree received very loose enforcement.